What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Open Book with CC. We are season five, and this week I got Mitchell Jenkins. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> okay. This week I got Mitchell Jenkins. <laughs> because I didn't write down your name. <laughs> your last name, so I'm sorry. No worries. No worries. Say, what's, up to the what's going on, everybody? Hey. Glad to be here. So. I see you're from Fresno. I am from Fresno. Um, so I want to talk about a little bit about the Fresno game because not a lot of people come out of Fresno. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. Small little like I would say country town because it's like there's some farm, but it's it's city. Yeah. We got like eight hundred thousand strong. We're doing okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah.
white America, middle America, who has no proximity around black culture, that it perpetuates that negative stereotype that they have. So I think I have a responsibility if I'm going to participate in this game to be to move with respect, you know, um, to be real and to and also to yeah have have respect and appreciation of where this comes from, the inception of it. Um, yeah, like I said, because it's it's this is a part of you know a very integral, important piece of black culture. So I would never want to do anything that would be harmful to the overall kind of image of yeah. hip hop, uh, because a lot of people get it wrong. A lot of people yeah. who don't have, you know, don't have a th true understanding of what this is. I mean, yeah. I mean, the inception of hip hop was for, you know, young black males who, mm -hmm. you know, people, because America is not, was not, is not a place that's built that's gonna be accepting. Yeah. So to give them confidence and do that, you know. Yeah. And for me, I'm lucky enough to like, I've had benefits in my life mm -hmm. that this culture has benefited my life and really contributed to it. So I feel, mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just I have a responsibility to move with respect and appreciate and be grateful for being accepted into this culture. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Respect to the culture. Yeah. Because you know that's crazy because um, that's why people love Asher so much. That's why people love Eminem so much. Or I, I hate to use Eminem as an example of what you're saying because a lot of people thought he was perpetuating uh, Dr. Dre or whatever. But um, but I feel that way with like. Uh, even Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah, yeah. A little bit. Like, <laughs> Asher Rock for sure. That's the vibe. That answer is the one that I would get. Yeah. So, um, so let's describe your style of music. Yeah. I, I listen to a few different things. I have a favorite song right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I have a guess. Of, I have a guess of what it is. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's a PB and J. Okay. 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 I already know. There's always so many. I mean, it's my most played song. So it's a. Yeah. It's a well, Oh, this is the fire. Okay, so describe your style of music too. Yeah. Um, so I think I've gone through a bunch of different I think I've gone through like a bunch of different phases mm -hmm. in kind of in my career mm -hmm. where I don't really I don't know, I don't want to put a box on myself. Mm -hmm. So like I'll make anything. I'll make boom bap, I'll rap over a yeah. trap beat, I'll do like an acoustic song, I'll sing songs, mm -hmm. like I've really gotten to a point where I think it took a long time to get there where like right now like I'm in a place where like I make what I want. Like I make what I feel like making in the moment. Uh -huh. I don't have to like, I'm like, I don't need to borrow out or I don't need to like give people this or give people that. Like, it's like, and I think it, it takes a process. I've been doing this for a long time now where I think when I started out, I made a certain type of music. I made a lot of boom bap, a lot of yeah. kind of like old school type stuff. And then once I, um, kind of transitioned to another point in my career, mm -hmm. I like was making a little bit more like, more hard, like grittier type stuff. And then, mm -hmm. and then kind of as I've gone, it's like, I think that's part of, you know, as an artist, your trajectory as an artist, you find what, your spaces, you find what yeah. your lane is, yeah, and you find what you like the most. And mm -hmm. for me, I realize like my lane is just whatever I'm feeling at a given point in time. I don't, I don't ever like set out to because I mean, there's two ways you can do this. You can craft it and like find a lane mm -hmm. and focus in on that lane and zone in that lane, and you're much more likely to have success if you do that mm -hmm. uh, because you're perfecting a certain sound or a certain style. Or you can just make kind of like bounce all over the place. And I feel like it, when I bounce all over the place, it makes me better when I get back to that lane that I know I'm most comfortable in or that, that I know that people kind of dig the most. Because um, like if I rap over a trap beat, whatever, I have to like go out of a different side of my brain or I have to like think outside of the box of what I'm comfortable to. And then that will contribute to, in the end, will contribute to what I kind of what I end up making then. So like, yeah, I mean, right now, I mean, I would say overall just like, my style and like the way my music is is like I'm 
I, I want to be inspirational. Like I want it to be stuff that makes people feel confident about themselves, make people feel like you can go after whatever you want to go after, you can chase your dreams. And I'm trying to translate that into sound. So it's like when people listen to it, I want them to feel like, fuck, I can go do whatever the fuck I want. You know what I mean? Like I, I like, and so, and that's like with the message, what I put behind it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess you, I do, you know, boom bap. I do like a lot of, I'm like, but my sound and style is really, is that's what I'm trying to convey. I'm trying to convey like a feeling, like I want people to feel uplifted yeah. and feel positive about themselves yeah. and what they're capable of doing when they listen to my music. Right. Yeah. So you're not just a rapper, you no. Yeah, yeah. How did you get into that? Yeah, so uh, shout out to Payday LA. Yeah, Payday, LA, Payday LA is a, Payday LA is a sick platform. Yes. Uh, El Prez started it. El Prez is, shout out to El Prez, he's yeah. the man. And um, yeah, so when I first came to LA, I did a Payday LA show and then just linked with Prez and he needed people on the team and so I started out promoting with them and, and then it just kind of kind of came about organically. Like we had, we had somebody doing interviews and they stopped doing it and uh, so we needed somebody to do interviews yeah. and I have equipment, you know, I've been rapping for years so I have, I have camera, I have a Zoom recorder, I have all these things and I was like, fuck it, I'll do the interviews. Or, um, so, so yeah, so that's that's kind of how it came about, and I like it. It's fun. It's like a different, you know. I mean, first and foremost, I'm an artist. artist so like that's, you know, that's my priority in every single thing I do. Right, right. But it's cool to kind of do other things because it, I mean, everything. It's good network. You know, it's good to network. You know, I mean, yeah. all these different artists who like I normally wouldn't meet. So, yeah. uh, but I like it. I dig it. I like hearing people's perception on why they. Because I just I love rap shit. I love yeah. I love hip hop. Like yeah. I love the culture. So anytime I can be around anything that's even if it's not my show or even if it's not like necessarily something pretending to be directly being an artist like yeah. I just love being around rap shit so, it's, okay. so if I can be around as much rap shit as possible that's kind of my goal on a, on a day to day basis so doing the interviews that's just another platform to be around rap shit yeah. Yeah, so. Do you have a favorite performer so far from Baby Or a favorite Ooh, interview? Favorite, favorite performer. Um, I fuck with all of them. Uh -huh. No favorites to buy. Yes. But, but. <laughs> there's an artist named Satire who I think everyone's going to hear a lot from. Okay. Uh, he's dope, man. His, his live show was sick. Yeah. Interview was hella fun. Uh, just, yeah, they had a good vibe. They're all, okay. they're all, yeah. He runs with Left Brain out of Future, so uh -huh. it was all, it was all in his whole squad. And, yeah, they're just, just a fun group of people. They had a lot, they brought a lot of energy to the performance. So, okay. yeah, shout out to Satire. He's, he's dope. Shout out to Satire. All right, so, um, where has been your favorite place to perform so far? Because you go to Denver. Um, that you're opening for 
was and started like you know, kind of uh, my roots uh -huh. from Colorado when I first started. Because I was in the Navy before. And so when I got out of the Navy, I moved to Colorado to go finish college. Uh -huh. And that's where I really started being able to like have my feet on the ground and really yeah. pursue a career and use it when you're in the Navy and said where the fuck they wanted to go yeah. So uh, that's where like the roots of that started. So I have a, a decent amount of people with me in Colorado. Mm -hmm. And so it's, yeah, so I have enough, I have people um, out there who support me and that was one of the shows, uh, you know, coming up and, uh, yeah. through, you know, through the, book, through the booking, uh, yeah, they had a, basically, just the opportunity came up and yeah. I was like, yeah, that's a great excuse to go back to Colorado. Right. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so shout out to Kyle, I love Kyle. Yeah, Kyle uh, my kids love Kyle too, so it's crazy. <laughs> um, so, Right now, like who I'm, who I'm, who I'm it can be local, it can be in the game. Yeah, for sure. Um, I guess what I always, I saw, I mean, so Mac Miller is like one of my, okay. like for sure. Uh, I always listen to Mac, always in rotation, yeah. big inspiration. Um, I listen to a lot of, I listen to a lot of Nip because okay. I feel like Nipsey had a lot to say and like he's got, you can learn a lot from just the game in general. Yeah. Like you can learn, you know, kind of a lot about just life. Yeah. And, buying assets and fucking you know what I mean like there's so much shit if you really listen to Nip that's like yeah. so much game that he's telling so um definitely Nip and then I don't know who am I listening to like right now I'm trying to think I'm listening to I listen to a lot of friends I always listen to Andre Gatina Andre Gatina from the Bay okay. yeah so like uh he's always I'm always like, he's been in rotation for like <laughs> yeah. 20 years now but uh yeah, yeah. yeah so that's that's probably my three favorite rapper I've listened to a lot of the same you know it's funny like since I started rapping, I don't listen to a lot of rap. Like, I don't sense. listen to a lot of I don't listen to a lot of other music. I listen to beats. Yeah. You know, like I'm oh. always like I'm listening to beats and writing shit. So it's mm -hmm. like, it's always because it's hard. It's like I put so much time into the craft where it's like, like yeah, I'll listen. Like if J Cole drops an album, I'll listen to a J Cole album. Yeah. Or you know, Kendrick, hopefully drops music soon. If he drops something, you know, yeah. I'll listen to that. But like, there's only a select few artists who I'll, like I'll actually listen to. Um, but then I'll listen to a lot of local people. Like when I meet somebody, I'll go and play their music because oh. you know it's it's. I think it's that, that mutual support and kind yeah. of, you know, and also like I like to see, you know, when I talk to somebody or when I meet somebody, I want to see like, okay, where, where are they at musically or what are they, yeah. what, what kind of vibe are they setting? So, uh, mm -hmm. so yeah, so I listen to a lot of local stuff, people I meet on a regular basis, but like, yeah, mm -hmm. mostly I'm listening to beats. I listen to beat, like yeah. beat packs the producer sent me and writing. Like if I have the, you know, when I'm putting time into music, I'd rather be doing that yeah. and like perfecting my craft than like, you know, listening to, you know, a bunch of different music on time. Okay. Yeah. So, um, what is the biggest challenge you've had so far? Biggest challenge? Mm -hmm. In like the game? Yeah. Or in life. Oh, in life. About, oh, oh yeah. 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 Yeah.
I guess, I mean, all in, in life, I mean, I think it's kind of equal to life into this game. It's like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I was, you know, I was kind of on my own and pretty, you know, pretty early on. So um, I think the thing is, you know, doing shit, everything by yourself, I feel yeah. like, you know, like, and the bigger and bigger it gets and the more and more you have to do, you're still a one man team. You know, I don't yeah. have, a, I don't have a team of people around me and shit. Right. So it's all, it's people don't realize how much time you put into this. Like, cause I still got a day job. I work, I have to yeah. pay my rent. You know, this music shit, it takes a while for it to pay off, you know, at a decent, like, like we've been to places, I mean, COVID was a big hit where live music is kind of the biggest source of revenue that you can get in this. And with that gone, you're like, fuck, you know what I mean? You get, you get point two fucking pennies (laughs) of a stream on Spotify, not even that. It's like ridiculous. And so, uh, so yeah, so a lot of the, I think it's the thing it's where just, you don't realize, people don't realize how much time you put into this shit. Like, like I wake up. I wake up fucking 4 or 5 a.m. every day so I can write before work, so I can squeeze mm-hmm. that in. I'll go to my day job, get out of my day job at 6, go grab my shit, and then go do rap shit until 2 a.m. Yeah. every single day, you know? Sure. So it's, I feel like, and that's because, you know, I'm just can't, I'm like, my goal is to get to the point where I can just have my head down and like be pushed into whatever SUV that's yeah. gonna take me to the next spot. Yeah. And like, I just, that's my life and I do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess the biggest challenge of that is, is yeah, and I mean, this shit's expensive too, oh, so it's yeah. like, you yeah. you you really have to send it. I've, I'm somebody who really you know I'm sending it because I believe in myself and I believe where I'm gonna get in this game, mm-hmm. and so it is. It's like having a hustle on top of your hustle, mm-hmm. on top of your hustle. You know, right, what I mean, it's all this right. shit where it's like it's a grind. It's a grind, and it gets um, you know, and you have to maintain yourself. You have to be able, like you have to make sure because I've learned I've burnt out multiple times in this and you know throughout mm-hmm. my career. Where it's like I was going, 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 and just like, you know, human, you know, we're all human, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if you put so much on yourself, there's gonna be a, a point where you're gonna burn out. And I, yeah. and I think learning that balance is something artists, uh, it takes a while to learn, where you have to learn mm-hmm. to like balance yourself and like sometimes just take a pause, breathe for a fucking second, and then get back into it. So yeah, I think just doing it, doing a lot of it on your own, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's every artist, most artists, you know, are a one man team. So that's, yeah. I think that's a, that's a challenge. Plus, you know, being in California. Seven dollar a gallon gas. Twenty five hundred bucks for a fucking two bedroom, one bath. Man, what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Crazy. All right, so let's get into your music. Yeah. What you got coming up? I got a lot coming up. So I got a lot of um, I got a lot of single. So I'm like, I'm on like the single game right now. Like right now, I'm, I'm in. Ask you that. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm in a portion of my career where I'm I'm releasing singles. So singles kind of you get the most traction. Um, you know, with the audiences that you have as kind of independent artists at the stages of my career, it's, you know, you don't have, uh, I could release an album, I could put together an album, but for me, it's like, I've always been, and this is how I've always seen my career, it's like, I'm working towards my debut album, so okay. I'm working towards, so like, I've done mixtapes, I've done little projects, yeah. I've done, you know, I've done like 10 song projects or more than that, like, and I've released a lot of singles, yeah. and it's like each one you're trying to like build and build your audience, because I'm working towards... And I'm getting closer to that point where I can make like, because my whole goal in this is to make, you know, just like an epic, beautiful, amazing piece, like piece of music for my debut album. You know, there's there's so many rappers that I love and respect that their debut is just like it's just like a fucking classic. You know, mm-hmm. like you have like like Cause Dropout with Kanye, or yeah. you know, there's there's all these there's these these projects where it's like that's the goal that I think you're working towards, mm-hmm. and I'm working towards that debut album. Because uh, when I do that debut album, I want to have the space, time where I can go to the studio for 12 hours a day, 
for fucking six months to a year and make a really like crazy piece of music, you know, because yeah. everything I make right now is, I'm, you know, like I said, life and grinding and like everything that's like on top of it. So you bust your ass in this point in time to make enough, you know, hit singles where you can get on. And then once you're on, you can make that debut. That's like really what you have to say, like really what you know, what your, your, I guess your magna opus or whatever the fuck they call it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So we're going to play a game. All right. It's called Break Down That Song. All right. Okay, so I just, I went through as much as I could on your playlist yeah. on uh, Apple Music and on your uh, page and I just picked a couple of songs. So just tell us kind of the meaning behind it or why, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. Let's start off with Mr. Mr. Yeah, yeah. Mr. It's like, it's like, Mr. So it's not even like a rap song. It's like an acoustic like uh, song. And I think the the theme. Of, I don't usually when I write a song. I don't usually like think about like, what am I gonna write about. And so yeah. like we like and then I listen to it. I'm like, okay, this is what the song's about. Mr. Is probably is about like the idea of like if you have to love yourself before you can love somebody else. Okay. So it's it like a hook says like I'm a little like there's no good way to explain. I'm a little fucked up. The world made me this way. It's like mm -hmm. I think we're all a little fucked up, and I think we always have that idea, that insecurity of like you're too fucked up, and you need to fix your shit yeah. before you can, you know, offer something to somebody else. So yeah. that's what I think. That's what Mister is about. Okay. Uh, yesterday. Yesterday. Yesterday is a little bit about my life, like growing up. Uh, it's a little bit about because uh, it's like the, the hook in that one is like uh, the pictures were a thousand lies. Like it's uh -huh. basically. It's not as everything is, is what it seems. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you meet somebody and you take them for face value, but you have no idea kind of what they've been through or what they've experienced. So mm -hmm. I was kind of bouncing off that one with that song. Okay. Uh, Mine on the Guap. Mine on the Guap. That was just a fun song I made with the homies. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love that song. Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, so uh, Duke Shooter, Trav the Trigger. Mm -hmm. uh, we made a song. Those are some of my homies from Colorado. Shout out to them. I fucking mm -hmm. love those guys. And uh, yeah, we used to just get together. We, I love getting together with those guys. We always make dope music. Basically, it's just about your day-to-day -day grind, your day-to-day -day hustle, like okay. trying to chase money every day, waking up, and, like having to get another dollar, basically. Yeah, 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 okay, 100%. I love it. Uh, Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. So the backstory behind, like the hook of that, because I say in that, the hook is I think you're mistaken, I don't drive a Monte Carlo. I used to, the first car I ever bought for myself was, I got back from deployment, I bought a 1987 Buick Grand National. Mm -hmm. It's like a T-body, black car, mm -hmm. fucking sick. Missed that car. <laughs> it got stolen 30 days after I had it. Oh. Yeah, but people used to see the car and the Monte Carlo SS looks exactly like it. Okay. So people are like, oh, that's a nice Monte Carlo. And I'll be like, I don't drive a Monte Carlo. Yeah. And so like, yeah, and that was just like, I barred so out I a little bit of that song. Cars, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that's what, that's what the, the, the roots of that song. Okay. Um, buckets. Buckets. Yeah, that song is, that's a fun one. That's just like, uh, I really like the hook on that one. So it's like, it's just about like going after, you know, bringing yourself out of situations and kind of like, yeah, but it's a happy-go-lucky song. Yeah. But it's like, uh, like the opening of that is like, I broke a curse, I'm convinced. Mm -hmm. And so it's just like about working your way out of your, you know, generational bullshit and yeah. like basically like breaking, you know, breaking curses basically. Oh, like, yeah. Um, PB&J. PB&J, yeah. Can y'all just go back and like, before you watch this part, just go and like, listen to this song. <laughs> I'm telling you, I have that song on repeat. Hell yeah, fuck like, yeah. I love it. I appreciate that, I hell yeah. It. So eternal. I love that song, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so PB&J, same, so same crew, um, except, so the, 
Trav, Travis, Travis Trigger, Duke Shooter, and Honey Boy, they're all in this group mm -hmm. called Enlightened Artists. Mm -hmm. And like, I love those dudes. Came up in Colorado with those dudes. Yes. And we make a lot of music. And like, we made that song. Um, and yeah, that song was just like a fun, it's just a fun, like, uh, the whole theme of that song is like, put, keeping a smile on your face and like keeping positivity, even no matter like what bullshit life throws at you. You know, yeah. it says like, I keep telling, keep it coming. I just tell them keep it coming. It's like laughing your way through, yeah. you know, you laugh so you don't cry type shit. And okay. it's like, and it's just a happy vibe. And like, uh, we made a really dope video with that, with Marmo, uh, uh, shout out to Marmo Films. Uh, he, we made a sick video for it in Joshua Tree. That's like a 70s theme. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's like really trippy. Really like favorite, I love the fucking video. And like, yeah, so it's life is sweeter than a PB, uh, peanut butter and jelly. It's like, yeah. like it's just, uh, just a positivity, just good yeah. vibes. It's it like is, it some shit so you can play at a barbecue, and yeah, 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 hell yeah, just like yeah, keep it happy. Backyard barbecue time. Barbecue bar yeah, exactly. Yeah, hundred percent. Didn't think about that too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, silver lining. That's so silver linings. That was my first song I ever like released on like streaming platform. Like when I first start, like when I took turned to taking this shit seriously again. Um, it was like I would. So I was in the Navy for a long time. And I was still in the Navy when I made that song. Mm -hmm. And it was just like, that, that song really encompasses like, fuck it, I'm going for this. Yeah. Like, it was like, it's got positive, like, fuck all the bullshit. I'm mm -hmm. feeling elated. Like, that song, like, I love hearing that song to this day. It's still one of my most played songs. It's my first song I've released. Um, mm -hmm. We filmed a video for it. Zach actually filmed the video. Hey, <laughs> uh, in Ireland. And like, it was, uh, what's it called? Yeah, it's just a, like, it's, I hear myself, it's like the, it's like the point in, in my life where I was like, I'm gonna go after what I want. Like, I'm gonna, mm -hmm. I'm gonna, by any means, this is my dream and I'm gonna go after it. So mm -hmm. Silver Linings is just another one, positivity. Just, yeah. just think like, no matter what happens, no matter what happens to you in life, mm -hmm. see the silver lining of it mm -hmm. and turn it into a positive. So that's, okay. that's kind of weird. Normally we step in, but what we're gonna do here, we're gonna move on to Axe CC. I don't know if I told you. Mm. I normally don't because for y'all to sit here and think a little bit and be surprised. Mm -hmm. uh, so my guests get to ask me three questions. Oh, okay. So you cannot ask me, why did I get started? And I'm asking myself <laughs> in the next five, 10, 15 years. I fucking hate those questions. Okay. Everybody ask me all season four, if you want to know, go back and watch one of those episodes because everybody literally asked me. <laughs> so I was like, you're not watching the show. So, yeah, so ask CC, three questions, go. All right. Um, Who's your least favorite person you ever interviewed? <laughs> I gotta say their least. Least favorite? You gotta have beef with somebody at this point. Like, uh, I don't have no, no, no haters. Beef. No well, haters. Okay, I do have haters, but it's mostly because like, they may have wanted me and I was like, girl, he was just on the show. Like, I, I have this energy and people always think I'm flirting. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm just a nice person. So I'm like, um, but my least favorite? I'm not going to say the person's name, but it was a girl. Uh, and I don't have too many girls, so that's what I'm talking about. But she was very uh, quiet. Yeah. It was so hard to talk to her because she's very... Uh, when I start talking about like, uh, certain topics, she would get into it. But then everything else would just kind of like, quickly answer, quickly answer, quickly answer. So I was kind of like, hey girl, so now. But then off camera, she does <laughs> like, where was this energy? Yeah. So, I'm not going to say her name, but that is the one. All right, all right. <laughs> She's not the same person. Nice. <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> Next I question. 
All right. If you, um, who is somebody who you see their career, and you would be like, I would, I would want to map myself after that. Like, I would want the way they have success or the way that their career is played out. Who's somebody? Um, in that? Honestly, okay, so I, I say this a lot, but Charlemagne the God. Yeah, um, yeah. I do actually, I love him and like uh, Andre and Idiots too, but Charlemagne is something because it's like, I didn't go to college, I don't fuck about school, no shape, that already college, <laughs> but I just don't see, like, when I left high school, that was it. Yeah. I don't talk to y'all. Textbooks, no more tests, none of that stuff. But I literally, um, I can see it being like that. So he literally worked from the ground up doing internships and all that stuff, which is what I do because I um, so I worked there uh, when I really knew this, um, but I can see it kind of being like that. I want to map it out to where, to a point where I'm the Arsenio Hall of this shit. I want to yeah. be the greatest club of the West Coast. Yeah. Um, so that is my goal. Um, I already hashtag and manifest that right now. Yeah. Because people do like coming. The more that um, people are getting to know me, they want to come to the show. So to yeah. me, it makes me feel like, oh, okay, like you want me to be your first interview? You know, <laughs> where this club session? That's what they used to do. They yeah. Used to be the first interview, but not anymore. So I kind of want to jump in also in, and also in the Arsenio Hall type of thing. Because eventually I want to have a whole like setup, you're on like Jay Leno type shit. Yeah, so have the desk and everything. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I want a little name tag and all that stuff. Couch. Yeah. 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 So that's my goal um, as far as that goes. But Charlamagne is definitely my spirit animal. And, uh, nice. Yeah. Charlamagne is a spirit animal. Yes. <laughs> Alright, so one more? Yes. Um, who was your most inspirational teacher growing up? Wow! Teacher! Um, I know you don't fuck with school, but you gotta no, have, there had to be one. Honestly, yeah. I love uh, language arts is my favorite uh, subject. Yeah. I love language arts, I love English, I love uh, writing, I love all that. My brother, uh, fun fact, my brother used to write music. Um, he has like notebooks on notebooks on notebooks on music. Wow. Um, so I used to just kind of read them through and um, write stories with him and stuff like that. But my favorite uh, teacher, uh, Mr. Miss, rest in peace, um, he passed away a couple of years ago and that hurt me. He's actually the one that got me into literature. So, you know, you go into, you go into your English class and you're like, oh, books and all this stuff. <laughs> but I really, I got into Shakespeare because of him. Yeah, nice. So he broke it down. He has books himself that I don't know if they're out anymore, but he actually um, he shared the same birthday too. Crazy. Oh wow! Uh, so on our birthday, he he bought me the Romeo and Juliet book and said, "Never give up reading literature or something of that nature." But um, that made me just realize reading is as fundamental as it is. You yeah. Know? So I read that thing backwards and forwards. I watched all the Romeo and Juliet. Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio. Shout out. Um, so Mr. Miss is actually the best teacher I've ever fucking had because you know you have those teachers that show that they care. Yeah, you know, you got yeah. some that are there just for the check and some that are like, we want to see you do something. And he's always told me like, even with the story that I write for our papers, he's just like, you're just so um, creative. And I can see you writing a book. I can see you doing this, you know? So yeah, shout out to Mr. Miss. Mr. Miss, shout yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that is the show. Oh, Thank nice. Thank you so yeah. much. Okay. It be, usually it's a lot longer sometimes. No worries. Um, but I appreciate you coming. Yeah, of course. Appreciate you having me. a little late. Uh, shout out to everybody that tuned in. Show the people how they can work with you. Or tell the people how they can work with you. Get in contact with you.
Mitchell can rap. Yeah, yeah. So at Mitchell can rap on Instagram and pretty much everything. Um, and then listen to me on Spotify, Mitchell James yeah. on Spotify, Apple Music, yeah. Deezer, Title, whatever the fuck. They got a million oh, of them now. So stream yeah, PB&J. or Google me. It's stream PB and J. Yeah. YouTube. I got a lot of I got a lot of videos. So yeah. check me out on YouTube. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you all for coming. Shout out to you in the back. Shout out to sir. Zach. Zach in the back. Ooh. <laughs> Damn. Zach Bars. Back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. We'll catch you next week. For sure.